Welcome to the Keto Life Podcast presented by Dolce Vita. In this week's episode, we are talking about your health. We sat down with Antoinette. For those of you who are not following or in the group for our Keto Life by Dolce Vita Facebook page, I really encourage you to head over there and join the Facebook page. Not only is it a great community of people that are on the keto journey together who are sharing their stories of success and their stories of their struggles and getting help from one another, but recipes and uh, just a great place for you to be if you are just getting started out, if you're in the middle of your journey, if you're still chasing that success, if you're thinking about it, just I'd encourage you to go over to Facebook and type in The Keto Life by Dolce V to find the, the Facebook group and then join up. Uh, so if you're not familiar with uh, the story that Antoinette shared last week, she had a bit of a health scare uh, with going in for a checkup and the doctors finding a tumor. And uh, thank God it is not uh, cancerous. And she talks so much more about that in the Facebook video. But she also addresses in more depth today on the podcast what she's been experiencing and going through and some of the signs that she experienced throughout parts of this year that were signs that something was off. And, and so it just gives you a glimpse into uh, things that Antoinette was going through this year. So it just gives you a great glimpse into what she was going through. And we so appreciate everyone's support and comments on that post and on that video. And I really think that you're going to enjoy the conversation today on the podcast. And hopefully it makes you aware that if you're not going in for, at the very least, an annual checkup with your doctor, then you need to. Uh, go in, get checked out, stay on top of your health. Go find a doctor if you don't have a primary doctor. Go find one. And again, go in for those annual checkups and those screenings whenever you should go in so that way you can stay on top of your health. Without further ado, here is the conversation between Antoinette and myself. I kind of want to talk about this whole healthcare journey mm -hmm. and the little twist that my little life encountered. Yeah. So obviously I got the news that it wasn't cancer. You, they found had, some fibroid tumors. I know you put this on Facebook. Yep. You put the whole thing on Facebook. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing you're going to tell people. Is yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, the concept was, I'm a minimizer, mm -hmm. right? So this has yeah. been going on probably since January, now that I think about this. Mm. As a matter of fact, I felt the tumor growing. Mm. But because I was working mm -hmm. on my abs and trying to build muscles, mm. I really just thought it was grown, like mm. muscle building. Yeah. So, you know, now I feel it. I'm like, whoa, this is mm. pretty insane. Like this thing's been growing yeah. for quite some time wow. and quite rapidly. Mm. So, you know, it was a little stressful, the whole waiting for the cancer results to come in. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize how stressful it was. Mm. I didn't realize that, boy, I really have to apply this keto way of thinking yeah. not to be an emotional eater at this point. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't want to gain the weight back because then that brings on other problems. Right. 
you know, so there's some mental struggles that were going on. And um, I want to say thank you to everybody that was there listening and helping and praying. Yeah. Um, our keto community, you know, some of the relationships that we developed. So, you know, you guys know who you are. <laughs> but um, so I guess even my mental focus right now is a little off. Yeah. But back in January is when I decided to do that journey to 30. Mm-hmm. And you know, some of those symptoms manifested then, Mm. but because I went into anaphylactic shock and I had to go on those medicines, Mm -hmm. we just assumed that those were an effect of being back on the steroids. Right. And then it got busy at work. Life gets busy. And like I said, I'm a minimizer. I'm not going to the doctor. Yeah. I haven't been to a doctor in 19 years. The only reason I go now is to do my yearly Mm -hmm. blood work to let people know that my cholesterol and my HDLs and all that's fine. Right. And that keto is not going to kill me. Yeah. So had it not been for the fact that I had to do that, I'd probably still not know that there's something going on. Hmm. So I start my journey to 30. I lose 152 pounds in two years and it's nothing. Yeah. Now I can't lose 30 pounds. Hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. Right. So I hired Jill back. Because if anyone can do it, Jill can do it. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, I'm up seven, down six, up five, down four. Mm. But, you know, I, I'm going up. As a matter of fact, so this whole fibroid thing created me to become anemic because mm. I was hemorrhaging. Mm. And even that I thought was normal. Mm. I mean, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Right? Like, why do I think that that's normal? Right. Because I'm a minimizer and because everything took precedence over my health. Basically, that's you know, what I've come up with. So all of a sudden I, um, are you, are you the type of person though? Just, you know, maybe somebody can relate to this is, is, are you the type of person where if like you notice a pain that you don't want to go to the doctor because you don't want them to tell you it's something worse? No, I just figure I'll just change something. Hmm. I worked out too hard. Yeah. It's nothing. It's, it's not the pain will go away Hmm. and it always tends to go away. Right. You know, now that I'm, know that there's something going on and I realize I'm like, well, this pain, you know, on my side's been here all along. Yeah. You know, even the frequent urination, mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's just keto because I drink so much. Right. I mean, I literally have to yeah. use the restroom every half hour. Right. Minimum. I don't think Why? I've ever seen you without a bottle of water. Yeah, or something exactly. But yeah. I go through withdrawals if I don't right. have it. I'm like a baby with a bottle. You know what I mean? But so I'm assuming, you know, it, it's funny, Kim and I will be like out and I'll be like, yep, it's keto time. That means I'm going to the bathroom yeah. because, but this big tumor is sitting on my bladder. Mm. So of course I can't, <laughs> I'm like, but yeah. you know, I'm thinking it's keto. Right. Cause I drink so much. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, a minimizer. Cause yeah. of course there's nothing wrong with me. I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. There's no f- hmm. crazy pains. There's no, I'm sick, but you know, so back to this whole losing the 30, you know, I gained the weight. So then I'm like huh, maybe it's something I'm eating. So I start tracking again religiously. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, maybe I cheated. Well, I didn't cheat, but I know I didn't cheat. Right. So maybe now I'm plateauing. You know, there's all these things. It's it's never, in my mind, it was never something's wrong with me. It's something I'm doing wrong. Yeah. Right? And I'm beating myself up. All of a sudden, I'm like, well, I don't understand how I'm gaining weight because my clothes still fit the same. And then all of a sudden, you know, the last couple of weeks, well, they're, they're not fitting the same. Mm-hmm. So now really what's going on, you know? 
So I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not working out as much. I'm not doing as much cardio. So now I'm like, okay, so now I'm going to start doing cardio. I bought the kettlebells for the pizza shop. We're doing kettlebells. We're doing squats. We're doing, I mean, we're like dropping in between tickets and like mm-hmm. dropping 25 squats. And the whole kitchen's doing it with me. We're all having fun doing it, right? But no, nothing's working. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. Wow. So, yeah, I Google this little tumor thing could weigh up to 20 pounds. Wow. Explains a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yep, it's the size of a 20-week pregnancy, just one of them. Wow. It's crazy. Wow. I mean, to wrap my head around it and just be like, okay. But so with keto and being on for four years, I've learned a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. I learned that maybe I am an emotional eater. So I all of a sudden I noticed that I was at the graduation party, and I've been to a couple of them, and I don't have a problem. Next thing you know, I ate 10 cookies. Mm. And now I'm like not even mad at myself, but I'm just like, why did you do that? You know that's not it. You know what I mean? You know that's not the answer. Yeah. So, you know, you're going through these mental struggles, and um, I just, my energy level was low. So now I'm thinking I'm out of ketosis. Mm. I ate too many carbs. No, it was my iron. Mm. It, I became anemic, right? right? My iron's low. I'm swelling. Mm -hmm. My ankles one night were like the size of my knee. Wow. So it's one big little circle. I became anemic. My heart has to work harder. And all of a sudden I have swelling. So I took Mm -hmm. a diuretic, which I didn't know that you're not supposed to take that at night. Okay. So my Fitbit told me that I was up for 111 minutes. I did 13 flights of stairs. Wow. I can guarantee you. I did not do steps in the middle of my sleep. Yeah, right. That was from getting up out yeah. of bed, and my toilet is one step up in my bathroom, uh, so I had to climb up and climb down. I lost nine pounds overnight, pure water. Holy cow. I know. Yep. So then I had to go to the doctor mm-hmm. for my yearly yeah. you know, keto fix, and I was like, hey, you know, can you look at this? I mean, it, it was so bad. I forget what it's called when it indents. Mm-hmm. Like I fell asleep outside and my leg was on the chair. Anthony was like a valley from the indentation in my calf from the chair. And I was like, this is can't be normal. Like this is, I'm going to bring it up when I go there. So, you know, like I said, I'm thinking Hmm. it's my diet. So I started doing the extended fasting. Hmm. Well, I Google when you do the extended fasting, you want to add sodium. So I'm thinking, oh, that's why I'm retaining water. I started adding sodium. So I cut the avocado or the almond, the nuts out. Okay. You know, I stopped doing the extended fasting, Hmm. thinking that was the problem. And I don't know. So Hmm. I go to the doctor. She does a couple tests. I get the message the next day. It's time for you to go to the GYN, figure out what's going on because there's some serious issues. Hmm. So, yeah, speed that back up to today and now. And, yeah. you know, there's some decisions that need to be made. And I'm just like, okay. And But he, what bothered me the most hmm. and almost deterred me from the concept of having the surgery hmm. is that I can't do weights for four to six weeks. Hmm. And I'm like, I love working out. Yeah. I love weights. I don't right. like cardio. Yeah. So now here goes keto teaching me another lesson that it's not all about me either mm-hmm. in my mindset. Sometimes I'm going to have to think outside the box, yeah. but it's crazy the things that keto is taught mm-hmm. along the way. But I think it has to teach me to be less of a minimizer mm-hmm. and to actually put health and wellness first. Yeah. So, you know, I, I say this, and like I said in that video on Facebook, you know, we have to learn to at least go to the doctor once a year. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's what they do for a living. Right. You know, when you're hungry, you come to Dolce or you go somewhere <laughs> else, right? You didn't go to the freaking pet store and be like, hey, yeah, let's sure. go pet a dog because yeah. I'm hungry. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you go to the source. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that yearly checkup, the yearly physicals. Yeah. You know, no different than your cars. Yeah, for sure. Maintenance, preventive maintenance, preventive care. And like you said, you know, go to the expert. You know, uh, I would argue against going to WebMD and typing in, you know, don't, if you're that type of person, uh, try to stop. (laughs) Uh, You know, there's, uh, there's so many things that can get blown out of proportion. Um, so don't go and just start Googling symptoms and things like that. Exactly. Um, You'll be dying by the end of the one hour. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, but go, yeah, go talk to, you know, somebody, you know, it's funny. I, Rebecca was out of town this past week and so I just forgot to tell her. And so on Thursday, I think I told her, I was like, Hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you, Antoinette, you know, sent me a message and, you know, they found a tumor and, and she was, you know, she was like, where is it? And You know, because you know, I was working in hospitals and right, in healthcare. Right. She was. She said, you know, if if I know where it is, I can pretty much tell you if it's ba- you know dangerous or not. Right. And so I was like, well, they already did the test. It's all fine. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, but maybe yeah. go find. You know, go befriend somebody who's in the medical field. Yeah, and I, I mean, I did reach out to a couple people. Um, it was funny. My dad's like, maybe it was the diet. Maybe it's too much protein. I'm like, Dad, yeah, it's moderate protein. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. But, you yeah. know, um, yeah, I don't it know was, if, I don't know if you want to talk about it on here or not, but what's the next step? So I have a couple options. The tumor is too big to actually do the, um, Da Vinci, which is non-invasive surgery. Mm. So I can do like basically like three months of like hormonal therapy to try and shrink it with Lupron. Mm. And that's a medicine that you really can't be on more than six months. Mm. The mere fact that that you can't be on something for more than six months kind of like made me hesitant. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, you know, I, I got three months to play with this. Yeah. It's already messing with my mental focus. Mm -hmm. You know, it's already messing with my energy levels. It's already, yeah. So I'm like, no, I, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't want to wait three months. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing that my problem is, is Anthony, by nature, I just get it done and move on. Right. So now all of a sudden I got to learn to sit and wait on yeah. somebody else to <laughs> make this happen. Because if it yeah. was up to me, I'm going to put myself on the table and I'm going to fry it myself <laughs> and get yeah. rid of it. Right. But that's not possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, you know, it, it was troublesome, you know, mm-hmm. but so, you know, there's the option of doing a C-section, mm. which I was like, wait, I delivered two kids on my own. I then need a C-section. <laughs> now I need a C-section to get rid of this thing. Yeah. I mean, that was another thing that went messed with my head. Right. And I'm like, oh, what are the effects of a C-section? Mm-hmm. You know, I never knew that. Yeah. So that's that. And then the final is just a hysterectomy within itself. Yeah. Um, I think initially when I was laying on that table and, testing it for cancer Mm -hmm. i told the doctor just get rid of everything i i don't want to deal with this yeah just get rid of it all right you know but now i start thinking you know hysterectomy there's a lot of hormonal issues that come in after that to play so i think what i'm going to do is probably not do the lubron Mm -hmm. not do the birth control hormonal therapy Mm -hmm. but actually do um the Mm c-section 
I'm so close to menopause anyways. Yeah. At this point. All right. But, you know, if I start hemorrhaging, which I thought was normal, mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely, it. they're yeah. going to make the decision for me and just do the C-section and remove the tumors themselves. Yeah. But more likely than not, I think that that's probably the best the best plan of action. Yeah, for sure. And um, I need some accountability partners out there for <laughs> cardio world <laughs> because, yeah, this is not going to be fun. Yeah. So it's tough. I mean, I think I'm a minimizer too. I don't like to, you know, growing up uh, in a family where my parents always worked, they didn't always, but for most of our lives, they worked odd jobs. Right. And they didn't have health insurance and things like that. I think I've said it on this podcast before. My When my brother Gabe was an adult and went to the dentist, yeah. we all made a joke about it. Like, you know, he committed this big family sin. Right. So I've just never been one to. And, you know, uh, I work for a small company now, so we don't have medical insurance. And Rebecca does. You know, she works for the state. Right. And so, you know, we're getting married in three months. But... Honestly, it's been, I had this, uh, like I had, uh, some issues with a root canal. Right. Right. And I didn't, like, I haven't gone to get it fixed. This sounds horrible. And you know, I don't know what different word for it. It sounds bad, but I had some antibiotics from a, from when I had the root canal and I just took those. Right. Cause when I went to a dentist and just had the check, like the you know, initial clean. I went to a new dentist and had the, it's like a hundred dollars to get everything checked. Right. And they said, well, you can, and even the dentist told me this. She said, you can get it taken care of today for $4,000, or you can wait until you get married in October and get it taken care of then and it'll be covered. Right, right, right. And so there's just things like that where, yeah, I'll put them off. Right. You know, who knows if it's, well, you know, Anthony, I used to work in a doctor's office. And, you know, in the restaurant world, January is the worst month mm. for business, right. right? Actually, probably in quite a few. Nobody's buying a car probably in January yeah. either, right? Because right. you got those Christmas bill credit cards coming in or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell you. I didn't realize when I was working in the doctor's office, mm-hmm. their Januaries are slow too because mm-hmm. nobody wants to meet the deductible. Mm. So people are only going to the doctor in January if you absolutely have to. Yeah. So it's crazy our mindset where we value, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like that saying, you know, the the meme that changed everything for me Mm -hmm. is we spend our health gaining our wealth and then we spend our wealth trying to gain our health. Mm -hmm. At this age, we're not trying to spend spend our wealth on our health. Right. But, you know, when you're 70 you're going to yeah. spend every dollar you have to make yourself healthy. Right. It's just a different thought process. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, my dad is somebody who was, has always been overweight. I mean, probably from pictures I've seen, I'd say since, you know, shortly after he and mom were married mm-hmm. and, um, uh, not many other people in the, in his immediate family were, but dad was the youngest and he was, you know, pretty overweight. And, uh, I don't know exactly what he weighed at his, at his highest, and he was always, you know, for years, borderline diabetic okay. and said both hips were, pla- you know, just all this stuff. Right. And dad's 67 now, but, um, and he's been doing the carb cycling for like the last year and lost a bunch of weight and right. things like that. And his health just from other issues that he's had, issues with his feet and his knees have gone away as a result of losing all this weight. Um, and I kind of think I've never really given my health too much of a concern unless something's wrong. Right. 
You know, I've never been in the hospital except for when I quit smoking and I got pneumonia a couple of days. <laughs> oh, <later>. wow. <laughs> you know, it's those toxins. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I smoked for years and, right. you know, I used to, you know, I, I wouldn't say drank heavily, but, you know, more than a couple drinks a week. And so I've just, I've never really taken care of myself, but now I'm starting to kind of think about it. Right. More. It's an investment. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and I'm, I haven't had that kind of come to Jesus reality yet of it, but I'm sure I will right. as I get older. But yeah, it's things that, you know, you have to, you really do need to take care of because at some point in our lives, the price has to be paid for decisions we make whether it's eating poorly or drinking poorly or whatever. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely every decision mm -hmm. is a compound. Yeah. You know, nothing is free of consequence. Mm -hmm. Like I tell my kids all the time, you can make the choice, but you can't choose a consequence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there could this tumor have been avoided? Probably. Like I said, I felt it growing Yeah. when it was a little pee. Right. I mean, you know, I'm thinking it's this little muscle and I'm doing a good thing. Yeah. You know, had I went to the doctor then, mm -hmm. maybe they could have just done the yeah. Da Vinci and I would have been in and out in no time at all. So in six months time, mm -hmm. you know, and I even been saying it for the last three months, like, man, I look pregnant. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Like I'm working on my abs. How's this? You know, literally I feel I look pregnant now. Mm -hmm. It's, it's awful. Yeah. And that took some, that took a toll on me like last mm -hmm. month. Like here I am, you know, did, is keto not working? Mm -hmm. You know, am I living a, this falsehood that, you know, did I plateau like you do with calorie deficiency mm -hmm. or the low carb Atkins, Yeah. you know, whatever. And then you start gaining the weight and I'm like, whoa, yeah. You know how it, this can't happen. Like this is not going to happen. Yeah. You know, like how can I sit here and tell people that, yeah, keto is great. And all of a sudden hmm. it's backfiring on me. Yeah. You, you know, know. Do you, have you ever had a goal in mind? Have you ever had like when you started keto, was there ever like a, a weight or. A right. Keto? Initially, my yeah. goal was uh, 150 pounds. Okay. So I got to the 152 and yeah. I stayed for a year, mm -hmm. you know, trying to figure out my maintenance state, mm -hmm. how I gained the 150 pounds. I think we talked about it on one podcast because at the end of the day, nobody wakes up and says, hmm, I want to gain 150 pounds. Right. You know, you might hear somebody say 10 pounds. Yeah. I'm sure you've never heard anyone say anything over 10. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I at least in my years. Right. So, you know, for that year of maintenance, I allowed myself to go up seven pounds because you can lose seven pounds on keto. Yeah. No time at all. You know, if I go over on protein, I gain some weight. Mm -hmm. I stopped tracking. Whew, Anthony, mm -hmm. three days. I'm gaining. That's it. Yeah. Why? Because you you pick. Mm -hmm. You don't even realize. So, you know, for that year of maintenance, I tried to figure out how I gained that weight mm -hmm. so that it wouldn't happen again. Yeah. So now all of a sudden in the last six months, I'm like, man, I hired Jill back. I'm doing more weights. I'm doing less cardio, but I'm doing harder cardio. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm like, okay, so I'm down to 10 carbs a day. Mm -hmm. I'm not picking. Hmm. You know, okay, so now I'm eating too many nuts. Okay, so now I cut the nuts out. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, well, maybe it's the almond flour. So I cut the almond flour out, hmm. you know. But it's really crazy. So avocados, right, mm -hmm. are a natural keto accepted yeah. concept. Right. 
Well, because they're so carby, I choose not to eat them. Oh, well. Not on a regular basis. I had six this week. So. Well, so <laughs> it's ironic. The last three or four weeks, I've been eating like five a week. Okay. So that was like, you know, prior, I was like, well, maybe that's why I'm gaining the weight. You know, mm. whatever. Then the other day, I didn't even realize that I had one avocado left in the fridge. So I ate before one o'clock. I ate the whole thing. Mm. That does not happen in my world. Hmm. One, I don't eat before one. Yeah. And two, I never eat a whole avocado. Yeah. Not hmm. at one time. Right. Hmm. So all of a sudden I'm like, let me Google this. So I Googled and I found a couple articles that said that if your ferritin is low, that hmm. eating three avocados a week helps build your iron levels back up. Hmm. So I'm like, oh, this all makes sense. My yeah. body was craving. Hmm. And then the almonds. That's wild. Yeah. It was literally, I mean, I... Even my son, I mean, he was a little stressed out over this, but he would text me at 11 o'clock. You know, I don't go to bed before one. Mm -hmm. He's like, what's going on? Why are you, what's, what's wrong? Whatever. Mm. I'm like, Angel, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. You never go to bed before 11 o'clock. Stop BSing. You better tell me what's going on. And I'm like, I'll find out on Wednesday. He's like, what time do they open? You know, he's texting me at 1130 at night and I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. I'm tired. You know, but I get it for them. It was stressful too for my kids. You know, they don't know, I guess, you know, I didn't realize I was stressed Mm -hmm. until I got that phone call and literally felt 30 pounds lighter. Yeah. Anthony, I probably could have sold that video and went viral. I did the two-step, the Macarena, and the (laughs) Cupid Shuffle all within 30 seconds. (laughs) I don't even know how to dance. (laughs) (laughs) I put it together. (laughs) So, I mean, from all this, what do you think? Is there anything? I mean, it's not over, but. No, right. uh, What's the, I mean, I I guess I would say. Well, what do you say, what do you, what would you say is the lesson that you're learning through it? Not to minimize. Yeah. And not to always think we're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I literally for the last 6 months tried to figure out what I was doing wrong. Yeah. Right? I'm and really I was doing nothing wrong. Right. But I think by nature, especially if we're accustomed to being overweight mm-hmm. all our lives, we assume, and most people will look at somebody and say, oh, my God, she just sits in McDonald's parking lot and eats yeah. 900 calories, you know, in 30 seconds. And she's mm-hmm. eating a Big Mac quarter pounder and an order of fries, right. you know, and, and not everybody that's overweight is doing that. Yeah. Probably 90 percent aren't. Right. There's probably underlying issues, mm-hmm. whether it's physical or mental. Mm-hmm. But weight is just. It's. It's just what we see, mm-hmm. you know, there's always a symptom, Yeah. you know, so getting to the root of that, mm-hmm. I think is probably my greatest yeah. bit of advice to everybody. Yeah. You know, there's reasons why we eat mm-hmm. and there's reasons why we starve ourselves and there's reasons why we do. There's always a why I always tell people when they come in and they're like, yeah, I cheated this week. I'm like, but why? Mm-hmm. We all have a why. Nobody gets up without a why. Yeah. There's a motivation of some sort mm-hmm. could, or else you just won't do it. Yeah. So once we figure out our whys, mm-hmm. then we can figure out how to fix yeah. where we went wrong. Right. To say the least. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. Like I know, you know, it's been uh, almost, it's been a little, uh, it's been over a year and a half since I quit smoking and I, congratulations. Wish, yeah. Thank you. 
and I was never a, I mean, I, I was, I smoked probably every hour, mm-hmm. I'd say, so not quite a pack a day. Um, and I smoked for, you know, a number of years, nothing, you know, it wasn't like 25 year smoke or anything like that, but, um, you know, probably seven years. Uh, I know that today, like I still hang out with some, a uh, friend of mine, you know, once a week and he is a chain smoker. And I know that if I had a cigarette, I would immediately get the cold sweats and feel nauseous and feel like I'm going to get sick. And oh. I just know that that's what smoking a cigarette will do to me. Right. And most people who smoke would say that they felt that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because I know that's exactly what's going to happen to me as soon as I have a drag of a cigarette. And sometimes the cravings for a cigarette especially coming up for cold weather, you know, <laughs> you just want to kind of, for me, I just want to get in my car with a cup of coffee and you have, know, a cigarette. have a cigarette. Um, but because I know that's going to happen immediately, it'll, that's the, that's pretty much the one thing that the would deterrent. keep me. When it comes to food, like this week, I started keto back up. Congrats. Thanks. Welcome back yeah, to keto land. Right. I was trying to decide what I was going to do. Cause when I did the vegan challenge for a week, I've never done anything in terms of like a diet or a way of eating where I was, where I looked at food as, no, I can't have that. And it wasn't, I, it wasn't like, oh, but I really want that burger. Mm-hmm. I just can't have it. When I was doing the vegan challenge, it was just like, oh no, I can't, you know, like, I don't, it's hard to explain. It was just like ingrained. It was like, I already knew I, I don't want that and I can't have it anyways. Uh, was it white knuckling it? Do you think, no, or were you able all. to accept it and just it was the make another thing. option? Yeah, yeah, it was the easiest thing. Um, even to the extent where I went out to Mellow Velo and got the veggie burger mm-hmm. and that they make there, and I they put goat cheese on it there, so I did have to ask for no goat cheese to make it vegan friendly. And as I was eat, they had this aioli on it, but it was um, vegetable oil based. It wasn't egg whites and stuff like that. So. I made sure it was vegan approved and I took a bite of it and halfway through it, I looked in the bottom and it looked like it was mayonnaise, but it was just because they did the aioli with vegetable oil. It just looked different, had that consistency. Okay. And so I paused. I was like, oh my God, am I eating, am I eating an animal product right now? Now let's say, so that's how I was in the vegan challenge. Right. Doing keto. If I went out to eat and somebody put a piece of bread in my plate, he's like, oh, look at that. It's a freebie. It's not my fault. You know? <laughs> right. Uh, you know, so that's just pretty interesting. But you know, I'm starting keto back up mainly because I'm getting married in three months. Congrats I weigh, again. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And I want to lose 30 pounds in, three, in those three months. It's possible. Right. I lost 23 in the first month. Oh, really? I mean, I had a lot more to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I don't know. I'm, I weighed 280 pounds. So, you know, I've definitely, this is the heaviest I've ever been. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's funny. I was uh, doing, I recorded a podcast with my dad for Eat Local CNY this week. Mm-hmm. And I videoed the whole thing. And looking back at that video, I'm like, dear God, I have gotten heavy. Try watching the security cameras. Uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah. what? Yeah. Where did that go? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I've started keto this week. In the first day or two, um, I think it was like the first, I started back up on Monday. And the first day I was doing fine, you know, is having, you know, breakfast is eggs and a little bit of diced zucchini and cheese and sausage. Perfect. Yeah. And then... Um, 
lunch was a d- few different things this week, but the go-to if I'm like, I've found that I've just worked and I've forgot to eat anything. I'm starving is chicken wings and a salad. Okay. Right. Uh, so not the best, but whatever. Uh, and then for dinner this week, it's primarily been uh, diced onion, diced zucchini or pepper, uh, bell pepper, um, some garlic, uh, all sauteed and mushrooms. And then I put um, like, you know, salt and pepper and red chili pepper flake and uh, low sodium soy sauce in there. And then uh, basically some steak, you okay. know, just kind of whatever, no great cut, just diced sliced steak. Right, right, right. And then mix it all together. And then I was putting a small avocado on top of that. Okay. And that was dinner. That's perfect. And then the few times that I was craving uh, anything sweet, I had Lily's chocolate chips, so I took your playbook. I would just melt them in the microwave. I had some like almond butter or things yeah. like that, and I would just mix it together. Listen, some days I just take that and throw them in my mouth yeah. and just let them melt. Last night I did that in like this little souffle dish we have and uh, mixed it together, and I threw like five almonds in there. Yeah. You know. Um, but anyway, so I say all of that to say I got kind of got off there for a second but I really just wanted to see if you were going to like raise your eyes at anything that I ate this week and you didn't so I did a good job you did a good job um but anyway so on Monday I think for work our pastry chef was trying out new scones and so somebody brought in scones so I had like half a scone yeah uh and two hours later I was like falling asleep at my desk now I know that it was because of high sugar content because of the flour and you know the insulin spike and all that kind of stuff and then the crash right but there's something about eating where because it's like if i smoked a cigarette right now immediately i would feel like trash right if i have a cookie right now it's not going to hit me for like three hours and not that that i'm not saying that makes it any better or anything like that i'm just saying there's something mentally for me with that delayed reaction where i'm like Maybe it wasn't that cookie. Maybe it's just I'm tired. Yeah. Um, so, like I told you that sometimes the sugar-free candy, the Russell Stouffer's. Oh, yeah. You know, I know what it does to me. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to, I mean, I'm not going to feel like crap emotionally, like mentally. Yeah. But physically, I'm going to want to just crawl up <laughs> and just cry. Yeah. But there's some days that you're just like, you know what? I don't care. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that we have to find growth. Yeah. You know, but, you know, there's some days that, you know, some people go out without without sunscreen and burn. Yeah. How? Just put some sunscreen on. You know what I mean? But it's it's funny or I I don't understand. The other day we went out to with my son to Tully. Mm -hmm. How did you not fill up the gas tank? How are we running on fumes? Like, how do you chance that? Yeah. How do you gamble? All right. But everybody has that gamble mm-hmm. and that we allow. So you will not allow that cigarette. Right. But how about the people? You know, it's just, it's like anything. Yeah. You know? At the end of the day, it, it all boils down to being disciplined. There's yeah. this, some balance in there. I like, right. you know. I don't like to be a very strict, I do this at this time every day. Right, Nothing right. can interrupt that type person. Right. I like to just kind of, you Go know. Go with the flow. Yeah. And Rebecca hates that about me because uh, I don't want to make decisions like the wedding. I don't want to make a decision 
six months ago that's not taking effect for another nine months well, let's wait and see what happens and that's my thing with this surgery thing like yeah. like listen can't you just answer my phone call and schedule this tomorrow because i got right crap to do yeah like i this can't linger yeah like i you know i'd like to take things off my plate yeah and move on right but you have to have you have to be open enough to be disciplined yep. and and accept rest and cut yourself a break. You know, you have to be open to all of those and things. And trust the process. Right. Yeah. And that, I think, when I was asking you about your goals, is the biggest thing I see is it's so, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this all the time. He has this goal of one day buying the New York Jets, owning the what? New York Jets. Yeah, that's his ultimate goal. Oh, my goal. gosh. And he probably will, and he talks about how he probably will all the time. However, he also talks about that's such a crazy, somewhat unattainable goal to set for yourself. And he, he did it intentionally because it's about he says it's about the process. Yeah, it keeps you hungry. Right. And if you, if you just go from, you know, I, jo- I was joking with Rebecca the other day, and I was saying, well, what's going to be the thing after the wedding? Like, what are we going to have to look forward to after the <laughs> You know, we dated, you know, a year later we got engaged, right. a year later we get married, and then, you know. Kids, <laughs> yeah. maybe? Yeah, for sure. And we have all those things planned. But, you know, you got just, buddy. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that was not a fun one. <laughs> but I just, you know, it, it is about the process. Yeah. It's not about, I mean. Well, it, you, need a, you need a drive. Yeah. You need a motivation. You need, you have to be hungry for it. Mm-hmm. And Jill sometimes says, you know, when you cheat or eat off plan, like what taste you ask yourself, will that taste better than my end goal? Right. So your taste, mm-hmm. which one, you know, which is going to win? Yeah. The desire to temporarily eat a cookie and be like, oh, right. Wasn't really all that. Mm-hmm. Or that desire to reach that goal. Yeah. And then, you know, you make another goal, right. whatever it is, but yeah. And then there's stumbling blocks that come along and you have to learn to adapt. And that's part of the process of learning and growing. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just no, it's, yeah, it's yeah. no different than being a child. <laughs> so Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Uh, no. Oh, everybody take a look and gander at the uh, Korean thing. Yeah. It was kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I guess um, I love they sent the whole one. Oh, they did. Okay. I actually, at first when they sent it, I wasn't able to open it mm-hmm. or download it. Yeah. There was a glitch. So mm. I actually just put it on the keto page, the whole one oh, in cool. case. Hey, you never know. There might be some Koreans out there. Yeah. I was like listening <laughs> to it like, mm, do I catch a word? Yeah, for sure. Oh, boy, no. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. I, I have to be honest, watching it and then seeing the footage I took, I was like, hey, it made the cut. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. And uh, and seeing some of the shots I got, I was like, yeah. wow, that was good. I know. You should actually post some of those if you still have them. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't think I do. Oh, okay. I write my... Well, in your email. Oh, maybe I do. Oh, yeah. no, you're right. I do have them on the Google Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so... There's so many videos I'm doing, and I'm so limited on space that I'm mm. deleting stuff once it's done. But, yeah, I think I... Just so everybody there. can see how brutal Jill is. Yeah. That's funny. I think she's got some cardio sessions planned that I'm probably going to regret <laughs> <laughs> telling her no weights. Yeah. <laughs> so, but thank you, Anthony, for everything, and thank you for your prayers. Yeah, for sure. So... Hey, thank you so much for checking out the Keto Life podcast presented by Dolce Vita. 
I really hope you enjoyed today's conversation, and I hope that you learned something. I hope that there is something that you're able to take away from today's conversation. If you don't already, do us a huge favor. Go over to Instagram and Facebook. Give us a follow at Dolce Vita Syracuse. You can head over to dvqs.com to find our website, find out more information about the restaurant, see the menu, contact us there via email, a whole bunch of things at dvqs.com. And in the podcasting world, reviews are so important. So do us a huge favor. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the Keto Life podcast. And hit that subscribe button so that way you know the moment the next episode drops. Thanks so much, and we will catch you at the next episode. Thank you.